0: A 12 year old DJ has his equipment seized after he threw a rave in a school bathroom. Has China mastered weather modification, and should we be concerned? And a notorious woman who once beheaded an owl on video is apparently gunned down in an assassination. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy. You are you. A 12-year-old DJ was busted for hosting a rave in the school bathroom. A 12-year-old schoolboy had his DJ equipment confiscated after the teachers found him hosting a rave for fellow students in the school bathroom. This occurred in Manchester, England. Cale Bell held an impromptu rave in the school toilet at St. Anthony's Catholic College during a lunch break. (laughs) This sounds amazing. Look at this guy, K.O. Bell from Manchester, is just trying to have a good old time in the middle of a pandemic. I probably shouldn't be having a rave in the toilet during a pandemic now that I think of it. But, like, the intention was good, correct? You know, let's have a good time, okay? It's a it's a dull, very serious. Can you imagine St. Anthony's Catholic College? Oh, oh, get on your knees. Oh, you have sinned, original sin. oh. Oh, beg for mercy. Oh, we deserve the pandemic because we're Catholic. We deserve it. It's it's all our fault, our fault. This guy's like, hell no. Meet me in the bathroom, guys. Good
1: times.
0: Forget the pandemic. It's a good time. You know, trying to have a good time and forget the pandemic is what I'm saying. Now, according to his mum, you know in the, in the UK they have they can't say mom with an o or mother they have to say mum with a u which seems like silly behavior to me but let's roll with it according to his mum the boy sent out a snapchat invite to all the boys from year 8 i don't know what year 8 means the rave included complimentary soft drinks <laughs> he was offering drinks in the school restroom unbelievable the effort to just, you know, spread some joy, some holiday cheer in the bathroom. Why not? Now I know it's not a time for gathering, <laughs> but I still like the intention. I like I like that this guy was just trying to, you know, give people hope in a time of despair. <laughs> and by the way, I don't I don't know the details. The bathroom could be huge. Everybody at the rave could have been six feet apart wearing masks. Okay, so let's not judge. Okay, it sounds like a bad idea during a pandemic, but it may have been, you know, it may have fit the parameters that have been put in place for pandemic safety. I don't see a photo of the layout or a video of it. Perhaps I should get on this boy's Snapchat and see the details. So so this guy thought of everything, complimentary soft drinks and something called Cadbury Twirls. I'm not sure what Cadbury Twirls are. Uh, I'm guessing chocolate. A twisted chocolate stick. That's my... On a stick. Twisted chocolate on a stick. Cadbury twirls. Did I nail it? Guys, guys in England, did I get it right? Hey, perhaps you should mail me some Cadbury twirls so I could experience this English delicacy for myself. So anyways, Kale showed off his turnstable skills. Turnstable? Turntable skills. (laughs) Turnstable. That's like if a horse is a DJ. (laughs) Turntable <laughs> hey come on guys, the jokes are flying because Jonesy's highly caffeinated. kale showed off his turntable we 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 get skills in the bathroom with a DJ set it was it lasted about 30 minutes before the party police arrived and broke it up <laughs> according to his mum muM, kale's speakers and lights have been seized however, she has decided she will not be punishing her son for putting on this event uh, this is a quote from her. I had to laugh, you know. It has been a terrible year. I couldn't be angry with my son for trying to spread a little bit of cheer. When I got the call from the school, it just made perfect sense. That sounds just like my son, to spread some cheer in a bathroom. K.O.'s father was also very pleased. He said, uh... When I heard what Cale done from advertising the rave on Snapchat to actually pulling it off and even providing refreshments to boot, I couldn't help but see the funny side of it. Uh, we did have a conversation about whether or not we should be angry, but, I mean, how could we be at the end of the day? <laughs> Go on, son. <laughs> the Parents are cool. Uh, they're cool about it. The school, not so much. I don't know who the party police are that showed up and broke it up. I don't know if they're the real police or it's just somebody at the school. Does the school have police? Is there English school police officers? We used to have school police officers here in the U.S. What, what do they used to call them? Like truant officers or something? My grandmother told me about it. My great-grandmother said that, you know, there was like school police. They'd, they'd find you if you were skipping school. They'd they'd grab you and bring you. I don't know if they brought you to jail, but they brought you back to school, I think, is what they did. Imagine that. Just, just skipping school police officers. Unbelievable how, how the times have changed. I'm sorry about all the rants in this one guys I really am. What can we say at the end of the day? Well, this guy his intentions are good but maybe maybe just do it digitally next time. You can have a DJ set from home and people can enjoy that. Maybe not let's not promote uh raves right now. I do like his intentions though. He's trying to spread some cheer at a time when we all need a little laugh and a little good time and a, we need to get our dance on and we need some Cadbury Twirls. In a bathroom, that sounds like a great time. And by the way, I'd like to try these Cadbury Twirls, so reach out to me. Mail them to me. Has China mastered weather modifications, and should we be concerned? Last month, 16 artificial rain enhancement rockets were launched off the back of a pickup truck 300 miles south of Beijing. The operation was in response to a local drought and was reportedly a success. Over the next 24 hours, the county received more than two inches of rain that, according to local officials, alleviated the drought, lowered the risk of forest fires, and improved the quality of the air. This sounds like something out of a sci-fi novel, but for decades, China has been home to one of the most advanced weather modification programs in the world. Generally, its goals have been very modest, more rain in arid places, less field-destroying hail in other places, and sunny days for big national events. But that modesty is starting to give way. Earlier this month, China announced plans to expand its rain-making capabilities to cover nearly 60% of the country by 2025. Details are sketchy, but fears are rising about the potential military uses of these capabilities and their effects on an already changing climate. For China and the world, these concerns need to be addressed soon. Well, initially, it would seem to me that weather modification can benefit us all, given the fact that over the past 10 years, the weather has been crazy. I mean, out of control. Can we get some normalcy here? Really? Uh, Southern California, where I live, has been burning up. And they say that it's because of the excess heat that we've been undergoing as the globe seems to warm. Uh, So some relief to that would be nice. A little more rainfall down here would be welcomed. Uh, The article talks about the history of cloud seeding and weather modifications between the countries. It was used during the Vietnam War, by the way. The U.S. military weaponized cloud seeding to inhibit enemy troop movements and reduce the effectiveness of anti-aircraft attacks, among other things. But this alarmed some people. So some policies came about, including the environmental warfare policy in 1978. Because when you can control the weather, it is sufficient to worry your rivals and your neighbors. Uh, many countries are increasingly concerned that China's weather modification programs could negatively affect the monsoons and regular rains that have fed their people for millennia. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be careful tinkering around with the weather because you might help one region and then screw it up for another place. I mean, you, you, if you control the weather, you have so much power. So this is something to keep an eye on for sure. The article mentions one way around this whole problem is to make weather modification a part of the climate change discussion. Insofar as the technology is being used to counterbalance the negative effects of global warming, it already is. But future talks on the matter should discourage unilateral approaches. Instead, they should prioritize cooperative uses of weather modification, including data sharing, among all countries. Convincing China and others to share their technology and intentions won't be easy, the article says. But unless the world gets a handle on this looming problem, it could face some dark clouds ahead. Yeah, what do you guys think about this weather modification? I would just imagine that's like the future, right, when we control weather on the Earth. I'd imagine in order for us to save ourselves and everything that happens on this planet, we'd have to get control of a lot of things, including weather modification, uh, asteroid deflection techniques would be helpful so we don't get hit and destroyed by a big rock uh, like on the on the level of what happened to the dinosaurs that would be helpful as well uh, all of this thing uh first we got to get the pandemic in order though before we're changing the weather uh, i'd imagine right let's get this in order first and then the weather meanwhile wear a mask guys wear a mask A notorious woman who beheaded an owl on social media is gunned down in an apparent assassination. And this is one of the strangest titles of a story I think I've ever seen. It's hard to believe that any of this is true. A Colombian woman who elicited a massive outcry over the summer when she beheaded an owl on social media has been killed in a drive-by shooting, according to the media. I don't remember this owl beheading. There's a photo of her holding an owl without a head, though. So, I mean, she looks so pleased to be holding an owl without a head, this psychopath. It, I, I mean, I'm not going to watch the video of her beheading the owl. That'll just drive me crazy. Who is this maniac? Her name is Miley Dees, Miley Dees Aldana, age 21. I mean, what? She was killed Sunday afternoon by a gunman on a motorcycle in the town of Corazal. This guy, does this guy work for an owl sanctuary or what is this guy? (laughs) This guy represents the owls. Six shots were fired, it says. She was rushed, rushed to a hospital but died on the way there. Authorities have not released a motive for the killing. Well, it's clearly someone who loves owls. I'll tell you right now, authorities, that's the motive for the killing. What do you think you can just behead an owl on social media and there's no ramifications at all? There's no repercussions and other words that start with R and end in S. (laughs) Hello? Hello? Have you heard of PETA? Okay? They're not going to let you get away with this, okay? They have assassins all over the world, PETA does. How dare you behead uh, an owl or a muskrat or a snail? They will come after you. Shots will be fired. Uh, Alana Aldana, whatever her name is, she is... Pretty known for this internet owl beheading, which occurred in June. I can't believe I missed this one. No one sent me this video. I mean, I don't want to see it. There's enough awful videos out there of, of people being beheaded. I don't need to also see an owl be beheaded. I don't think I could recover from that one. This lady posed with the bird, holding its head with one hand and the body with the other, prompting some to call her the owl killer. Authorities questioned her about the incident. And Colombia's environmental agency was alerted of the animal killing by some concerned citizens. She was investigated for animal abuse. It was ongoing, local prosecutors say. But now she's been assassinated by a man on a motorcycle. Who knows why? I still maintain it's someone who supports the owls and the owl movement. I'd imagine owls are endangered. You don't see too many of them. Can you Think of the last time you saw an owl. When was that? Probably never. Okay, there's not very many. There's probably like 12 of them. So you shouldn't be beheading them. I love these people that do the crazy shit on social media and they think that their digital action – like they're going to do something and put it digitally in the world and that there will be only digital reactions. Like it will never come back to affect them in the physical world as well. So – and and when you see people get their comeuppance because of that it's it's often satisfying i'm not saying i'm happy this woman was shot down cuz that, that no one should be shot down like that that's just a terrible thing actually no some people should be shot down i mean she should have been punished though for sure for beheading an owl on social media or beheading an owl in just in general should be punished but it's just like people think that oh what i do digitally in my digital life oh that'll just be digitally the the repercussions and The rewards and or the payback will just be digital related. No, no. People get angry about things you do on social media enough where they're motivated to leave their house and get on a motorcycle and come confront you. It does happen. Just just be careful what you put out there digitally into the world. It could come back to haunt you is what I'm saying. And I'm saying that knowing that I've said some pretty screwed up things on this podcast. I mean I have been doing this podcast for over three years and I definitely have made some mistakes and said some improper things. And I'm no example. I'm no example. But I'm not beheading animals, animals and and wildlife. I'm just not, I'm not doing that, okay? All right, I'm I'm a, in general, I'm a good person. I think. Yay! Oh, well, thank you so much for listening to Weird AF News, making it all the way to the outro. I'll be publishing some phone calls, no doubt, after this as well, if you want to stick around for that. Chatter, chatter. If you'll excuse me, I need to get to my yacht. I want to give some love to someone named Randy Laws. Randy Laws, what a great name. It's like a porn name. Yeah, Randy Laws, or like a the name of a outlaw, or a like a sheriff in a Sergio Leone movie. Yeah, Randy Laws is going to get you, put you behind bars. Randy Laws puts you behind bars. It's Randy Laws. Don't break the law around Randy Laws, because they put you right behind the bars. Randy Laws. Uh, <laughs> caffeine does wonders, guys. Wonders. You should see me on the Stronger Drugs. Uh, Five stars from Randy Laws. He wrote the Weird AF News podcast. Love the Weird AF podcast. As a disabled shut-in, I look forward to the daily Weird AF News. One suggestion. I live in Tennessee. How about dedicating one day a week as Tennessee Weird AF News? Also, maybe dedicating at random every other state as a Weird AF Day. Love you, Jonesy. Keep up the funny comedy and Merry Christmas. Ah, Merry Christmas to you, Randy Laws. I love your suggestions. I love that you're supporting the show. And uh, I'm just so grateful. So grateful. I don't think I'll be doing a Tennessee day once a week, but I like your suggestion of, you know, once in a while dedicating a random state as the weird, weird state of the day. That, that might be fun. I mean, there's just so many stories coming out every week, and some of them, a lot of them come from the same place. Uh, so, yeah, I could totally do that. I love the suggestion. I love that you give a shit about the show and the quality of the show. And I appreciate you listening, Randy, and a Merry Christmas to you and your family as well. Uh, you guys can leave me a review. That was on Amazon, by the way, which is extremely helpful because that's the place where people write bad reviews on Weird AF News. So any little, any little five-star review on Amazon is a big help to me, big time. You can just log into your Amazon account and look up Weird AF News podcast, and then bam, Weird AF News. It says, and you can, uh, you can give it a, a rating and a review. Even if you don't even listen to it on your, uh, on a Alexa device, you could still leave a review on Amazon as, as though it's a product so yeah and uh, that's that's just great I'm, I'm just grateful for the reviews thank you guys thank you so much and it's nice to get a review around the holidays leave me a review and have some figgy pudding uh, what's that song with the figgy pudding line I never understood what that was oh bring us some figgy pudding bring us some figgy pudding and bring it out here <laughs> just such a weird line first of all what the hell is figgy pudding I don't know what that is Is it pudding made out of figs? If that's the case, why wouldn't you call it fig pudding? What is with this figgy pudding? Was it named by a child? Also, bring it out here. Like, can we be more specific? Bring it out where? Where are you? (laughs) That's what's the name of that song. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's we wish you a Merry Christmas. I'll never, I just can't get over that figgy pudding line. Are you guys like Jonesy? What are you doing with these strange, obscure Christmas lyrics? I don't know. It's just weird. There's, there's one uh, obscure Christmas song that I really am attached to that no one seems to know. And I know that because I sang it at work a few times and no one's ever heard of it. And I, I, I'm pretty sure it exists, though. I know I heard it as a child. It's called Silver and Gold. Have you heard Silver and Gold? Silver and Gold. Everyone wishes for silver and gold. It's just a great song that you never hear. I was listening to the uh to a hipster radio station. You guys know the hipster radio stations? Where they don't really play commercials. It's like donation based. But no one donates, so I don't know how the hell they stay in business. Um clearly clearly they're not paying their DJs because these people are like asleep. <laughs> they just <laughs> like they'll just come on and be like, uh oh, yeah, that was um that was uh uh maple syrup pancakes by uh the asbestos flooring um <laughs> not to be confused with the asbestos siding these band out of uh, austin texas i played a song before that but i forgot uh and then i played one before that was that yeah i forgot that one too uh let's see what am i gonna put on next Um uh, geez ah <sighs> i'm so high right now i don't even know i don't even know what to did, I think I played the same song twice in a row. I want to apologize, guys. This is some strong shit I've been smoking today. I just <laughs> – yeah, that's my impression of, of a radio DJ of an alternative station. Anyways, they were playing obscure Christmas songs, and I couldn't believe how many Christmas songs out there that I, I've never heard before. Like, they were just, it was just one after the other. I'm like, what? I mean, it just was so bizarre. I, just, I guess I just know the hits, really, and then I know that silver and gold one, which is a weird one. But, man, there's, if you think you know Christmas songs, you don't know Christmas songs. There's so many. And you, when you go into each genre of music, they have their own. They have their own. Like classical music Christmas songs, jazz Christmas songs that are just all original, country music Christmas songs that are insane and so depressing. So depressing. They're like my, yeah, my dog died Christmas Eve, and (laughs) like it's so. I buried him under a wreath. It's ridiculous. There's just like whole genres of Christmas music and they have their originals that you've never heard before. There's like so many Christmas songs. Anyways, I don't know why I'm ranting on and on about this stuff because it's weird. That's why it's weird. There's weird Christmas songs out there. I'm going to try and gather some of these weird Christmas songs and put them on a playlist for you. I don't know. How. Maybe I'll even I'm thinking about writing a weird Christmas song for for my listeners. That might be fun, too. I don't know. Someone's got to do it. Anyways, guys, I got to go now because it's too long on the outro. Join the Patreon, okay? We- it's uh, patreon.com slash News, Or write to me as well, funnyjones at gmail.com. Check out the website, weirdafnews.com. You can join the Patreon there too. You can give me a donation. Buy me a cup of coffee for Christmas. You can buy me some figgy pudding. <laughs> Yeah, come on, make a PayPal donation at funnyjones at gmail.com so I can buy myself copious amounts of figgy pudding, whatever the hell that is.
2: You might be saying to yourself, angry Florida man, what makes you so angry? The simple answer is a hell of a lot of things. But one thing for damn sure is an ice cream headache. So you see, today, my wife wanted me to eat healthy, so she got me one of them there frozen smoothies. And you're saying to yourself, didn't that give you an ice cream headache there, angry Florida man? And my answer to you is, not if you drink it in the shower.
1: Hello, Jonesy, and hello, fellow weirdos in the Weird AF family. It's Michael calling from Iowa City with a big thank you to everyone who joined the Patreon during the Patreon holiday challenge that I issued at Thanksgiving time. I guess over the last month, about uh, 26 people joined the Patreon, and I guess that's uh, significantly more than usual than would join in a month. So I am just thrilled to hear that and very, very happy for Jonesy for the number of people that have joined and uh when i first issued that challenge at thanksgiving time i talked about making a two dollar donation for every new member and i upped it somewhere along the line to five dollars for every new member that joined and uh i've decided to to make it a five dollar donation for every new member rather than uh, breaking it down into two dollars for some members and five dollars for others so if we total that out at 26 people times $5, that's $130. So, you know, I had said I had money for my trip to my hometown for Thanksgiving and Christmas already budgeted out. Uh, then, um, I had a $200 pot that I had available. So, uh, out of that pot, I had $130 here that we've joined uh, with people in the new Patreon membership. So, let's just round it up to $200 and I'll send it all because I had that money budgeted. So $200 for Jonesy for donations. Thanks also to people who sent money to Jonesy via PayPal and people that are sending care packages. I just really appreciate it. And I know times are tough here during the holidays financially for everyone with the situation we've had going on this year. So, um, you know, Jonesy's not doing his comedy shows because of this, COVID situation, so it's nice that everyone is having an attitude of gratitude and and stepping up to the plate here and helping Jonesy out. You know, at, at a $2 membership to the Patreon, that's just a dime a day uh, for the comedy that he brings into our life. So a dime a day, $2 a month, uh, $24 a year, you know, that's just like a case of good beer or five fancy coffees at your coffee shop. That's pretty cheap for uh, daily entertainment that he brings us. So thank you everyone for considering joining the Patreon and those who did. It's much, much appreciated by me and Jonesy, of course. So I just want to wish everyone a happy holiday. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. And uh, happy Festivus to the rest of us, as they say. And thank you all for being such faithful listeners and friends of Jonesy and and uh
2: Jonesy rock and rover. it's your buddy Jim from Cleveland Yeah, I do remember that rampage game. What a great game that was. Spending tons of the quarters if I can only get that money back. Hey, as far as that candy goes, hopefully you get an aerial bar and uh great candy, I tell you, Canucks got it made with chocolate. But uh yeah, I had one of them Karaoke phony machines. You know, I spend money on it. Thought I was gonna be a rock and roller, singing all the cool songs. Got it set up, and I was singing Guns and Roses. Welcome to McDonald's. You know, Welcome to McDonald's. We got burgers and fries. We got everything you want, even apple pies. And then my buddy's like, Dude, dude, these are the wrong lyrics. It's not Welcome to McDonald's. It's Welcome to the Jumbo. So I said, okay, no, no biggie, man. I mean, I'll, I'll get the lyrics some other way. And then I went to the Leonard Skinner song, you know, the great Leonard Skinner, getting ready to do my Leonard Skinner stuff, you know. I hope uh, I heard old Ronald put him down. Well, I hope Ronald McDonald will remember. Burger King don't need him around anyhow. Sweet home of the Whopper. He's like, dude, dude, you're you're just you're you're not singing the songs right. Sweet Home Alabama is the lyrics. So I finally got pissed off and I uh, took the uh, karaoke machine and I just threw it out the window. So there you go, Jonesy, you rock and roller. Your friend Jim from Cleveland says, have a good day, and I am definitely looking forward to your. Florida Friday. Hopefully you have something really off the wall that I can uh, get a good laugh. Hopefully you're having a good day, my friend, and you're staying safe. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye.